0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Educational Podcasting Today, episode number 46, the podcast that helps you bring podcasting into your classroom and helps you create a fantastic audio and video project for your students. We have a fantastic guest today from the great state of Iowa talking all about how she's bringing student voice into her classroom using a great application called synth but before we get to that today i am so excited to share something with you guys for the last couple days we've been working on a fantastic podcasting project here on the teacher cast educational network today in fact wednesday may the 8th we dropped our teacher cast ultimate guide for educational podcasting guys i am so excited about this i have never done something like this before thousand words all about how to bring podcasting into your classroom we talk all about creating podcasts recording podcasts editing your podcast working with guests you name it we are talking about it you can check that out today we are going to have our links to sign up and download that very very uh blog post and we've even got a corresponding pdf that goes with it this is episode number 46 of educational podcasting today. You can head on over to educationalpodcasting.com and check it out. We would love to have you guys check out our brand new ultimate guide to podcasting. And yes, we are definitely talking in there all about classroom podcasting. So get your podcast on today, guys. Check out everything over at educationalpodcasting.com and check out our ultimate guide to educational podcasting. We would love to have you guys learn how to create podcasts with your students this year. And of course, that is exactly what our guest is doing. I want to bring on Miss Jamie Turnbull, a middle school English teacher from Sioux Central Community School. Jamie, how are you today? Welcome to the program. I'm great, Jeff. And yourself? I am doing fantastic. It is so nice to have you on the show. I'm so looking forward to our conversation. Cause Jamie, you're doing some some pretty innovative things with your students.
1: Yeah, um, I've podcasted pretty simplistically for the past couple years, and my professional learning team decided that we were going to make student voice and empowerment of student voice in our classrooms our professional goal. So that's what we started with. Uh, I asked Mrs. Erin Olson, our instructional lead and tech integrationist, to help me with this. She's very bright, and she's very aware of the latest technology that teachers can use in their classrooms. Um, We started scripting out just a basic plan and we decided to connect it to uh, basically kind of like a Netflix thing for the kids where they have a season one and they have so many episodes, just like when we were introducing podcasting. Mm -hmm. Um, We had kids listening to podcasts. Uh, We tried to connect the podcast world into the classroom as if it's almost like a book. If you enjoy books, you will enjoy this format as well.
0: You know, I love that you are bringing student voice and the classroom together. It's, you know, using a podcast, if you even, you know, if we're gonna be using the term podcast, really it could be any kind of audio, any kind of video project. It gives the students a, a an opportunity to, you know, really learn how to express themselves. Talk to us a little bit about this. You had said you and Aaron had come up with this idea Why do you think it's important to get your students to vocalize their knowledge versus just writing it or typing it?
1: Exactly. And that was my main goal as an educator was to try to find some way to assess my students as a writing teacher without always having them Mm. writing a paper and turning it in. So going away from the traditional paper format. Now with podcasting, they were scripting. Every You know, we did this three days a week, um, and I would recommend this for teachers to do it in a cycle. Mm-hmm. What what I did was uh, I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I divided the class into three different groups. And on Monday, you would script, on Wednesday, you would record, and on Friday, you would conference with me. So I was constant, and the kids really liked that.
0: I, I like that cycle. That's That's pretty organized, right? Like everything is there. The kids know exactly what's going on. How did you bring this up? Did you just say, hey, guys, today we're going to script or, you know, what was your first or or did you start this in September? I mean, how, how do you introduce this concept of we're going to record our voices?
1: since the beginning of second semester is when I started and I'd been kind of dropping some hints of next semester, we're going to do something different and innovative. Um, but since the beginning of second semester, which would have been January, uh, the Sioux central middle school students have been actively podcasting to share their voices in the classroom. They, we just started it. And believe me, episode one of season one was not their best, uh, episode but oh. a majority of them they had to record five of them and a majority of them just progressed and they even made commercials for their podcasts and they they did other things outside of just the episodes it,
0: it almost sounds like they you started an entire podcasting network in your classroom
1: basically over a hundred students were involved wow. so yes
0: that is awesome now how long is the average episode
1: Normally, um, well, some of them created part one, part two, and part three. <laughs> mm-hmm. So and on, on an average, they were about five minutes. Okay.
0: So, and, so bring me through this process. Do you just say go and what we're going to talk about your platform in a second, right? But do did, do you just say, Hey, go and record. Do you give them a topic? Do you, What is that process, right? Like, you you know, again, you say that you're going to script everything and then what happens?
1: And this is probably, I probably skipped ahead a little. This is the most important part of podcasting or doing something like this, I would say, is the brainstorming. Mm. And my instruction or objective was I want you to obviously persuade, inform, or entertain your audience. You can pick one of the three. Several like of that. them. Yeah, it was, it was just like a paper if you were to allow them to write. And the kids had to actually, on Padlet, brainstorm and um, some brainstorming sheets, exercises that we did before. Brainstorm, ma- a map of what their episodes would look like. You know, it wasn't in stone, and I, I explained that to them. But so when, they, when,
0: when they're creating their scripts are you expecting them to read it word for word or are you just saying, here's your script, go record yourself?
1: Okay. Great question. They all had a Google doc that they shared with me and started. And I created a Google doc with the links. So I was able to monitor their scripts when they're scripting. I told them to write freely. Some of them, they scripted out every single word others. It wasn't more of an outline format. And that's what I encouraged was more of an outline format, um, making sure that we're using academic talk and some transitions in there, just like we, I would encourage with their writing.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and did you often say, hey, go back and try that again? Or do you realize, hey, this is the first couple shows, let's just let them learn this thing?
1: Initially, when Erin and I introduced it, we want, we had them do their introductions, and we didn't give much feedback. We want, just wanted them to get used to hearing their voices, and uh, we use another app, Flipgrid, a lot that they have to see their face. So they were kind of excited that they could just record their voices, and I love Flipgrid too, but some kids are intimidated by both, seeing their voices and, and um hearing their, or seeing their faces and hearing their voices.
0: Now you said there's more than a hundred students that are participating in this project here. Is this something that you do in class or do you expect them to be doing this um, at home over the weekends?
1: They had a, well, in class, if they were going to record at home, they had to script on their recording day. Okay. So they were scripting two days a week and then the conferencing is where I got to listen to the episode. Some of them had to be re-recorded for audio purposes or whatnot. And and with them being five minutes long and them already having a script, that wasn't, you know, it's just like a draft of a paper.
0: Right. And and you know, many times when teachers talk to me about doing activities like this, the question is always, you know, how do you, how do you handle the fact that you've got 30 kids all talking over each other? Like what does what the classroom management look like? Do you have people in the hallways? Do you have my microphones? Like, is it Chromebooks, MacBook? Like, what? what is your kids on, first of all?
1: We are a one-to-one iPad school. Okay. And yes, in a small school, finding recording places is very difficult. Uh, in the podcasts, I wanted them practicing this, and this wouldn't be a finalized, even though, you know, we were... Um, working toward publishing them. It wasn't a finalized uh, format like I would have in a professional setting. But yeah, you can hear some background noise. We Our librarian is amazing and she was always willing to let the kids find a little nook and and use some open classrooms in there. But ultimately, that's why I started doing the, the cycling of recording, writing, scripting. So I had kids doing something at, at on every day, but I only had 10 kids recording on one day.
0: It's an amazing project. What, what, I'm gonna stop you and your story here. What have you learned from this project about working with audio, working with video, working with 100 kids? What what has impressed you the most and what have you learned out of this?
1: To be honest, I wasn't sure what to expect from this. I, I really didn't, especially with a bunch of middle schoolers. Um, some of them you can't even trust in the classroom when you're in there, Mm -hmm. let alone sending them out to venture and, and get some work done. But that was the, the, that was the part that I loved about this was I started learning that when they are able to do the things that they want to do and talk about, they're more engaged and we know that as educators, but they literally could not wait to share these episodes with me they wanted their work to be assessed. They wanted to conference with me. They wanted to script the next episode. I, motivation was not a factor in this, with this unit. I did not have to uh, motivate them as much as I usually would in, in another uh, format of learning.
0: So I bet you saw a different side of your kids during, this, during these activities.
1: Oh yeah. And I've said this before, I couldn't believe the buzz that was going on in my classroom and there were parents coming up to me and their kids were excited to talk about what they were doing and showing, showing them at home. And, and that was the other thing I loved too, is I could share the link, um, during parent teacher conferences, I was explaining. And a lot of the parents were saying, Oh yes, we've heard about that, that that project that they're doing. And could you send me the link? And I said, well, I have to make sure it's okay with them. And this is their work, you know, and (laughs) if they want it published and, It was really cute because uh, one of the students, her grandpa that lives out of state, was able to listen to her podcast and they both share a love for horses. And that was what her podcast was about. And it was just great how she shared stories about uh, their adventures with horses and, and just the family love for horses.
0: We're talking to Jamie Turnville today, an English teacher from Iowa. We're going to be right back. And when we come back, I'm going to ask her all about how she's building her podcast. We're going to talk a little bit about the platform that she's using and what exactly are we doing in the world of student voice? What does that mean to her? and, and, And how are her students better off in the school district by bringing podcasts into their communities? We'll be right back with more from educational podcasting today. Friends, before we move on with our show, I wanted to let you guys know I have been in education now for almost 20 years, and I've seen the changes some students have come to face every single day. Whether it's going through school hungry, not being able to see a doctor when they're sick, or not getting the proper rest at night, these challenges make it hard for kids to focus on their learning. I remember a story of a student who came to my office one day and she could barely stay awake due to all the circumstances happening around her at home that were beyond her control. I didn't know what I could do and I wanted to be able to help her out in any way that I could. Thankfully, Concordia University in Portland is leading the way with their 3 to PhD program that helps to combat students' fears Freeing them to pursue their highest dreams. They're revolutionizing education by creating holistic model that provides groceries, healthcare, and even clothing to students right here on campus. Helping them thrive and helping our communities strengthen and grow. Concordia's College of Education offers online and on-campus programs where students have the opportunity to learn about a more compassionate approach to education. And see how nurturing the whole student can lead to amazing things. To learn more about how you can help students conquer their monsters and achieve their highest dreams, visit cu-portland.edu forward slash let's conquer. That's cu-portland.edu forward slash let's conquer. And we're, use the hashtag nature educate grow. And we are back. We're talking to Jamie Turnbull. Jamie, you know, before we started the uh, our, our break here, we talked a little bit about student voice. Now, I noticed that looking at your Twitter feed, it is all about your students. You've got some great pictures. You've, it's all about what is happening in your class. So before we get back into the podcasting conversations, tell us a little bit about your class. You teach English in middle school. What do you guys got going on these days?
1: Oh, tons of stuff. We actually... Um We just presented at the innovators showcase for some superintendents in this, from this local state of Iowa area. And the, the kids actually brought their voices to this showcase and were able to share their podcasts with them and spread the word of how podcasting in the classroom is on the rise, it's trending what it does for students. And and that's why I really wanted to bring the kids because I can stand up there as an educator and talk about it forever, like we are today. Um, but they they did a great job of just talking about their learning and sharing.
0: Now, when you're creating these podcasts, is the idea to create just a homework assignment? Is the idea to be able to share it with parents or... You know, perhaps, you know, are you doing pen pals with other school districts? What is actually the end game for doing all of this?
1: The end game was to create a season one in hopes that they would want to do a season two on their own or in the future. Um, they, just making the academic connections of speaking, listening, taking those, you know, as rough it is, as it is to say, you know, some of those standards and putting them in a format that is non-traditional, like I had said earlier was great. It was the speaking and listening and the scripting and the conferencing, that one on one that I love with each kid. I mean that you just can't you can't replace that with any paper in front of you or a Google doc that you get, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So the the question that teachers always ask is, okay, how do I do this, right? There's so many different applications, you know, again, in the ultimate guide that we just released today, we talk about five or six different applications from free to a couple bucks here or there. Um, Let's get into some of the nerd talk here. The, The platform that you use is one that's near and dear to your heart, one that we love talking about here. What platform are you using to create your podcasts?
1: We are using a platform entitled Synth, Mm -hmm. and it is a free application. Um, Why Synth? Synth, wow. To be honest, it's one of those that Erin had found for me, and she and I sat at a wrestling meet and and tried it out. Not kidding. Um, Both of our boys wrestle. We sat at a wrestling meet, and she had her iPad, and she said, let's do this let's try this out. This looks so good. And, and she's amazing at researching things. So I trust her. I'm like, this is not going to be a waste of my time. And it wasn't, it is slick. It's easy. There's things that you can do. Um, yeah, my kids picked up on it right away. It took 15 minutes of she and I showing them how to record an intro where it had nothing to do with their topic. We just said, record an intro about yourself. And they were able to do that. And the posting and the threading um, the kids just, you know how they are. They pick up on things like that these days. And, and you know,
0: that, that, That's the best way to do things. Start off with a assignment. I don't even want to call it an assignment, but start off with an activity. A ta- yeah, that like an activity. Nothing that has nothing to do with the curriculum. Tell me about yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you can bring in the, the, the curricular activity and see where the students are going, right? Because the whole idea behind tell me about yourself is just to get them to push every button and figure out what things do. Exactly. So we're using Synth, and anybody who hasn't checked that out, you can find it over on gosynth.com. That's G-O-S-Y-N-T-H.com. They're very, very active on social media, and, of course, we have them featured on our brand-new TeacherCast Ultimate Guide to Educational Podcasting. And now you've got your synth. Now, I know that with the synth, it's it's maximum 256 seconds, which is, I think, 4 minutes and 15 or 16 seconds, something like that. So the whole idea is now that you've got these things, what do you do with them? right? Are you putting your sense on a wall? Are you sharing them on Padlet? What is that distribution, right? How does mom get a chance to see that um, and actually be a part of your classroom activities?
1: Great, that is what I really enjoyed about the actual share features with this application is you have a code and you have a link and if uh if i give someone the link to share it you can click on the link and be able to see the the entire podcast if i give them a code that's usually what we found is the code would be with the application so you would need the code but they were very easy to share and we had i actually had my high schoolers i teach high school too i had them um listen and kind of give some feedback to my middle schoolers about their podcasts and that was that was enjoyable for both of them and that
0: is that is an awesome piece of information about about doing this right you can you can it's intergenerational it's intergrades it doesn't matter what the discipline is you can do this to teach everybody else Mm -hmm. you know and if you can get somebody to understand a concept and then teach it back isn't that at the top of bloom's taxonomy
1: Yes, exactly. And the other thing that I like about it is what you had said earlier in the podcast, which I appreciate. And we kind of went really big at first and created an entire season one. Yeah. And I don't regret that at all. I think the kids learned a lot as we went through it, I would give them and we were conferencing. So now for episode three, I would like you to have a guest on your podcast, right. and they, they would have a guest. I would put little challenges in there for them, so it wasn't just scripting, recording, conferencing. Uh, they, they loved that, that aspect.
0: Now, now I, I want to ask about the script. Do you give them any guidelines? I, I, and I'm asking this from when I work with my students on making podcasts, and I work, when I work with my teachers who work with their students, I should say, we've been able to take that concept of a, of a five-paragraph essay and we've actually turned that into five mini synth recordings we have your intro your oh. bodies and your closing and we've been able to to create a rubric that is based off of your five paragraph essay but it's audio based or video based even and so we're actually doing everything that you know the english teacher is doing we're just doing it with audio and we're talking about world war 2 or some kind of social studies topic like that i mean what is your 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 yeah. Do you you know what does your document look like or your outline look like for these scripts?
1: As I said, we we kind of use Padlet to map it out, mm-hmm. um, Lino or li- Lino. I don't know how to say it. Some kids prefer to use that, mm-hmm. and. Good old paper. I have some, some graphic organizers that they use. And that, that's what I loved too, is the kids wanted me to preview it sometimes. And even though it takes time, that confidence that gives them when their teacher looks at them and says, wow, this is a great idea. No one's thought of this before. Well, talk talk to me
0: a little bit about that. I've been able to work with a few teachers over the last couple of years and, you know, everybody wants to get into podcasting. Everybody sees the value in it, but then there's always that part of you that goes, I I don't want to listen to four hours of student podcasts. Tell me a little bit about the grading behind all of this. I mean, do you know what what the grade is going to be? I mean, are you grading on the actual recording or are you grading more on the script and the content that you've got? well before they hit the play buttons
1: both a little bit um i'm also grading them i grade them during the conference so i have a format that i i talk to them about and that's what i loved about the short uh the bites Mm -hmm. is that it was a full episode to them but i could listen to it in a class period of conferencing now there were a couple weekends where, you know, you go home and you want to listen to more or you didn't get through all the kids. And so you conference with that half the next week, or, you know, there's adjustments, but ultimately I loved that one-on-one with them and being able to give that verbal feedback and that reassurance and that good job and, and being creative together. Well, we could take it here. So I was kind of, I won't say co-authoring because I really want to give them the credit, right. but I was helping them. And, and that's total guided instruction, which but is I mean, my favorite.
0: Did you find that you're listening to these on your prep periods or are you listening to these things in the car as you're driving to work every day?
1: Oh, no. I'm listening to them in the classroom when we're conferencing. Okay. So the episode would be pulled up. And I had, um, Aaron had given me this idea a while ago to just kind of have a Google Doc with every kid's link on there. So when I would conference with period yep. three, I would just have all their links. And I would just click on it on my computer and we would listen to it together and we would it was it was fun. They got to see my reaction to their humor. And then sometimes, um, you might have to re-record that. That's not school appropriate. Or, you know, something like that.
0: And that's that's such a good idea to have everything on one doc um you know you're using a google doc when we did it with ours we had our students grab the 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 web link and we had them insert it into a google form so boom you just have your spreadsheet oh, yeah. right in front of you and then you could we manipulated the form to have all the grades and the rubrics and we did the little check boxes and so I mean, but
1: there's that's great
0: ways that we can that we can do this um and but the the i think the bottom line and, and you know the idea is, how, how do you start this? And I always say the answer is just start. Just just start with this thing. Try an idea. Sometimes don't worry about grading. What advice do you have for any teacher that's on the fence and going, I, I, I want to try this, but I'm not quite sure yet?
1: Well, I would say go for it. We encourage our students to take risks in the classroom. And I think that sometimes we need to push ourselves a little bit. It sounds like a lot of work getting started. Um, in fact, just today, Uh, Sarah Candela and Erin and I are putting together uh, the Synth Educator blog series that she just tweeted out. And it is actually on the topic that you're talking about, getting started. Mm -hmm. So getting started podcasting, it's a one-stop resource for podcasting with your students. And we just really, in a simple form, just list out the top the top few things that we think are important for teachers to just kind of think about and how they can get started with their kids.
0: Jamie, we want to know where we can get in touch with you. You guys are doing some amazing things in your classroom. You've got a great presence on social media. How do we learn more about the great things happening in your classroom?
1: Um, You can follow this blog. I know that that's where I'm going to be posting the things that I'm doing. Like I said, our first, our first, Blog post is about getting started in the classroom, eight things to do. And it talks about exploration at first. That is key. Letting kids know what podcasting sounds like, what good podcasting sounds like, what not so good podcasting sounds like. How do they keep their audience engaged? And that's what we started out with. And then we go into purpose and planning and how to plan these. Um, Then design, practice and set up, intros, outros, recaps. I always encourage the kids to kind of have an intro, mm-hmm. what's coming up, you know, have an outro. What can they expect? How do you hook your listener? It's just like when you watch your a Netflix series, you kind of want to know what's going to happen. Right. Um, and, and such like that. So that's what, that's a platform I'll be using is um, our blog on medium.
0: Nice. Oh, you're using medium for your blog. That That's, that's interesting.
1: Yep. It's oh. through, through synth actually. So us right. three, are just kind of trying to that is my main goal is to help teachers because that's what I want to do. I more I can reach more kids if I can help teachers. So
0: nice. yeah. Well you know certainly good luck with everything. I I, I would love to have you and, and maybe some students come on at some point and let's talk a little bit about their journey and how this whole thing works and and really, you know, what are you learning from all of this stuff? There's a lot of different things that teachers can do out there with podcasting, with audio and video. And we want to hear your stories. You know, this is a podcast for you guys to come on and share your stories, share your classroom experiences. And if you're a podcaster at home, we want to hear about your show and help you, um, you know, in your journey as a podcaster. There's, of course, several great ways to reach out and be a part of this and all of our shows. You can find us on Twitter at Podcasting Today. It's our dedicated Twitter channel for all things podcasting. And don't forget to check out everything over on episode 46. And sign up today to, to, to check out our brand new Ultimate Guide. Teachers have been asking me for the last eight years all about podcasting. How do you do it? When do you do it? Where do you do it? We put together a 10,000-word. I know that sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Trust me, it was. And we, so a 10,000-word guide all about how to bring podcasting into your classroom, into your home studio. Check it out today, our teacher cast Guide to Educational Podcasting. We're going to have all of the links to download it and check out the blog post here over on educationalpodcasting.com. Jamie, one last time, thank you so much for being a part of this show. It was so nice to
1: have you on. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it.
0: And if you guys want to be on the show, don't forget to reach out to us. We want to have you guys here as a part of our TeacherCast educational network. And before we wrap up, I always want to say thank you guys for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. We've got a lot of great things happening before the end of the school year, and we are looking forward to doing some great podcasting at ISTE. We've got two amazing workshops, one on Saturday morning. We're doing a two-hour hands-on workshop. About how to make a podcast, which I probably are going to be showing off mostly, how to use Synth, how to use Flipgrid, how to make audio, how to use some great Chrome extensions. And then on Monday, we've got another podcasting workshop that you guys can check out. So stick it, stick around with everything. We've got some great stuff going on. So on behalf of Jamie here and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.